but we bet you'll like them. I'm back in the saddle again. Pop, pop, it's showtime. 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 Guess who's back again? Checking in from the right side of Acadiana, seeking truth. I want the truth! Justice. Somebody ought to belt you in the mouth. Yes. And a whole lot of freedom to have fun. Winning, winning, winning. Yes. Oh, behave. This is the Ruffs Report. I'm telling you, this 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 Breitbart piece is is so crazy. It's taken me two days to get through all of it because it is so detailed. I'm not sharing everything with you. You got to go on Breitbart.com and check it out. Um, defeat MAGA, meet the radical left network. That's just put in those words, and you'll see what I'm talking about. It's all based on this research by this uh, Republican Liberty Caucus in North Florida, and this Jessica Bowman who is the secretary of this group, who has done a prodigious research and was so alarmed by what she learned, she turned it over to Breitbart to to kind of, uh, you know, send it out to the world and let people know exactly what's what and how how truly organized these people are to make sure that Trump does not win in 2024. Now, it's really interesting because they've been they've been acting, excuse me, like, well, they wanted Trump as the opponent because they they were short. You know, remember, starting way back when, they really wanted Trump as the opponent because they were sure that they could defeat him, that a Trump-Biden rematch was going to result in Trump's defeat again. Now, I believe their attitude has changed just a bit as as poll after poll after poll, and they're holding up. Even in the battle, a lot of the battleground states. Yeah, it's kind of like that Ghostbusters scene in the first movie: choose your destroyer, choose the form, and they they chose Trump again. So, yeah, I mean, hey, well, it is it. They're scared now, and they're going to do everything they can, everything they can. Uh, and they've called this. Uh, oh, they're protecting democracy. These people who have used. Our, our justice system, who have undermined our justice system, because I believe we don't have a criminal justice system. We have a justice system that is criminal in the way that is being abused to go after one person. And so now they've put out something called the authoritarian playbook for 2025. And if Trump gets back in there, this is the end piece of this long investigative report. When I tell you, it is amazing the amount of how deep they went into the attitudes, et cetera, on both sides, the indivisible leftists and all all the crazies, you know, protecting democracy against Trump and the MAGA people. And then on the other side with um, 
Republicans who are actually looking at what's actually going on and and they believe they're very upset because they think that Trump's first term was damaging to the American systems of constitutional government. Name one way that it was. Name one way. Um, let me think. He was the sitting president, so he nominated some Supreme Court justices. Well, they didn't like who they were. But presidents, you know, elections have consequences, and presidents get to nominate who they choose, whomever they choose, for the Supreme Court. And these people were highly qualified. They didn't like them, but they were highly qualified. So they got those. I'm sure they think that that's an abuse of power because he got to appoint the Supreme Court justices that he wanted to instead of the ones that they wanted him to. Sotomayor made a stupid comment the other day. Every day, every time the Supreme Court makes a decision, I cringe or I have a, an emotional breakdown or so, some stupid thing that she said, which they're endless when it comes to Sotomayor. They're they are legion, the number of stupid things she says. So getting back to this report, oh my gosh, the playbook against Trump in 2025 lays out how they expect Trump will use the pardon power yeah, why? Why will he use the pardon power on some of those J6 people? Because most of them who have been charged and held without bail, without bond, without getting to see an attorney for months and months and months without due process. Guantanamo prisoners got more due process than these guys did. The worst criminals, illegal immigrants get more due process. They just get left out. They get let out. They can attack police officers and they get let back out on the street. But these guys who marched peacefully and patriotically through the Capitol and were let in by the Capitol Police, oh, no, we're going to put those in jail because they're a threat. So you can see why they're worried about Trump in 2025, because if he pardons those people, that will be a blessing to all of us to finally see justice, true justice done on people who did nothing more then exercise their constitutional rights to go through the people's house who did nothing wrong, who harmed no one, who were invited in, who were respectful. The majority of them were. Uh, there were a few bad apples. Some of those, uh, most people believe, were FBI plants. Kind of hard not to think that these days, isn't it? So now they're really... they. Oh, and now... now <laughs> What a joke. Now they think Trump is going to deploy the military domestically. Well, when he had the chance to do that, when the when the J6 riot was going on, he couldn't even get Nancy Pelosi and Muriel Bowser to allow the National Guard to be deployed to protect against what happened. Why? Because they wanted what happened to happen. Because they knew about it months in advance, because they had all their informants in the FBI reporting to them on a regular basis. The ones who had embedded with the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers and anybody else. Oh, abortion. People who protested abortion clinics, Catholics who liked the Latin Mass, parents who protested school board meetings. Yeah, they were embedded with all those people. They knew what was coming. So no, they didn't want the National Guard to stop that. It would just be another thing, another thing that would give them a premise for going after Trump. You think that it, you read more and more about these people, you know, you know, while you and I are taking care of business and sleeping and getting along with our friends and having a good time and all that. These people are plotting 24 seven, 24 seven to get power back. They cannot stand it when they don't have total control. 
It's totally disturbing to them that they lost control of the House in 2022. But look at the things that we've learned since the Republicans have taken over the House. All of the the law-breaking that was going on in the Biden administration. Yeah. So this this document, these people are loaded for bear. And all they need is another COVID outbreak or what did I just say? A fungal outbreak. Oh, a dangerous fungus is going to spread across the land and we're going to have to change our election laws. And they're all warning about a Trump authoritarian term, a Trump authoritarian term. If he gets back in, who is misusing and weaponizing every aspect of our government against their political enemies? That would be Biden, the Democrats, the far left, the deep state. Yeah, that would be them, not us. Trump didn't do it in his first term and he won't do it in his second. He secured the border and he didn't get us into any foreign wars. Those two things right there. Not to mention all he did for the economy, yes. And we didn't have, we had less than 2% inflation when he left office. And look where it went to. Oh, it's coming down a little bit. Oh, they're, they're doing happy dances all over the White House. But it's not anywhere near what it was when Trump was in there. So, you know, and, and I think it's absolutely true. National defense, the security of this country, immigration reform, and the economy. Those are the three things that people are looking for. They want to be safe. They want our country to be safe. They want to be safe in their communities. A decent economy. No more wars. No more foreign entanglements. That, And they say, you know, we're isolationists. No, we're not. We would like our power. We would like to project our power in a way that doesn't require brute strength. And if we do it right and people fear us and people respect us, we don't need, you know, the old peace through strength. Absolutely. Hey, Ted, go ahead. You're on the Ross Report. Hey, Miss Carol. I just, uh, wow, I was shocked about this fungus. Is it, is it Democratitis? Yeah, I, I got this rash. I've been scratching, you know. And <laughs> Yeah, until we get rid of Biden in the White House, I think we're all going to have that rash. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to, I don't have any words. Uh, I called in a few weeks ago and said that uh, I've, you know, I've lost my patience. Uh, and uh, man, you, having poked a bear a few times in other industries, other uh, other things, um, the Democrats are about to poke uh, the sleeping giant. And uh, I think they know, already have, Ted. I think they already have. I mean, well, I, I hope it. I hope it doesn't get to where get to the things that uh, I'm good at. Um, but uh, I just, uh, I'm sad today. I mean, and we finally see what's his name talking about. Uh, yeah, I should have called. I should have, you know, f this guy. You know. F, F, Should have, F oh, oh, you mean Lloyd Austin? Oh, him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the, yeah. Oh, the defense, yeah. the, the secretary of defense, you know, who was incognito for about 10 days, you know. F, F this guy, you know, F it all. Okay, stop. And, yeah, uh, stop right there. 
stop. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to make you use your dumb don't, don't do um, Don't do I, it. He was I, ready. I, he was ready. But even, you, even don't even use the, the letter because it's like, uh, yeah. But uh, you, look, I'm, but, I'm but, here to tell you that's, that's what sentiment. they want. They want you to be demoralized. Do not be demoralized. No, do not. That's even scarier. Yeah, say what again? But what? I'm emboldened. Yeah, yeah. Well, just um, keep your powder dry. My, keep your powder dry until, my, my, until my the election. My background, you know, says that, uh, well, I'm, I'm an Old Testament guy, you know, and uh, I don't get along with my pastor. I don't get along with our chief. Um, but they do respect me, and they do understand that sometimes when you get a fruit tree with fungus on it you got to cut it back to just above the graft okay. and hope the good fruit comes back out <laughs> all right I'm, we got to go to the break but as Bye. we head into the break ted thank you for the call and remember ezekiel the path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the weak and the tyranny of evil men just keep I'm that in mind take it with you use that as your shield all right babe Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. We'll be right back on the Ross Report. Don't go away. Welcome back to the Ross Report. Hey, Sean, how you doing? Hey, I kind of missed uh, most of what your last caller said, but uh, I kind of agree with them. It's time to be PO'd, you know. <laughs> um, you know, it, it's way past time. You know, uh, Lloyd Austin comes out today and says, well, you know, black men don't talk about this, and it was about secrecy. No, you, you, it's not secrecy. It's security. Security. You're, you're, everything going on right now, bombs going off everywhere, and you're not going to tell the commander in chief, not that he could do anything about it, that you're going to be out of touch for, for however long. You know, you play the race court. Now, you got, um, the, the other two, you got, uh, the DA in Georgia. Uh, she's playing the race car, going to church. Oh, they, they hate black women. You know, uh, when Obama got elected, I, I cried. I cried for two reasons. One, because it was Obama got elected. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And the second reason was because I said, you know what? Now all this racism is over. You can't tell me that America never elected a black man. And the only way he was able to be elected was for white people voting for him. So I thought this was all over with. And now it is just gone way down the well. And it is worse than it has ever been. Well, but why? You know, he, he's, hey, b dude, you're the Secretary of Defense. That is the most weaselly excuse. I'm, I'm sorry. That is a weaselly excuse that uh, it's because we, we black men don't talk about these kind of things. Yeah, white men don't talk about a lot of things either. Neither do white women. But you're the secretary well, of defense. Man up. 
You were supposed somebody's, to. Somebody's got to be in charge of taking care of the country. What, what about my safety? Yeah. What about my children's safety? Yeah. You know, he has a job. And there's, he's allowed to have cancer. There's nothing. I'm, I'm sorry that the guy has cancer. Of course. You know, I don't wish that on anybody. But that's not the point. The point is he was not doing his job. Ending his second was on vacation. There, who was watching? Who was watching the wheel of the ship? This is exactly nobody. True. Absolutely yeah. nobody. He, you have a job to do. There should have been some second in command. Remember, the the comms person was sick, or she has the flu or something. His second in command, the deputy secretary, was on vacation somewhere in Puerto Rico or something. The White House was, you know, they didn't know anything about it. Apparently. Now, he's trying to say that I let the White House know, but as as feckless as those people are, as uh, as unbelievably incompetent as they are, I don't doubt that somebody dropped the ball on either end. I don't. I don't have any confidence in this government. And let me tell you, if we're paying attention to it, you can bet our enemies are. They're paying oh, attention to it. We, we've heard so many things. You know, I heard something the other day that Border Patrol found uh, IEDs on the other side of the Rio Grande in mm-hmm. Mexico. Mm-hmm. You know, I think uh, today they said 170 people have been arrested in the last month for, for being really, really bad people, like, that have come over from other countries that were on, you know, watch lists or whatever. So that's just in one month. And they, they've had probably 8 to 10 million people come in that, you know, if if it's eight million people, ten percent. What is that? Eight hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a that's a big that's a big problem. I, I, you know, and I would and, remember. I would. I want everybody to remember what they called Obama. They called him the deporter in chief. I saw some film clips the other day about people ha- heckling him because he was separating families because he deported three million people when he was president. So don't tell me. They don't know what they're doing. They know how to deport people. Obama did it when it was politically uh, expedient for him to do it. But now now they realize they're losing the country because they can't control uh, the people who are here already. So they have to import. Don't tell me about the Great Replacement Theory. It ain't no theory. They've, oh, yeah. they've been talking about this forever. And they followed the U.N. model and they followed the World Economic Forum model. And it is replacement migration that's what they called it back in the 90s and they've been working on it ever since we just weren't paying that much attention yeah yeah well they um they're going to be in for a big shock because you know, they're saying that 20 percent of black people are going to vote for trump i think it's going to be 40 I, I went down the rabbit hole the other night of watching black voters for trump and i watched it for hours and there every Every level of person, from from CEOs down to people collecting, you know, government government programs, everybody's like, man, I'm going with Trump. I had money. I had, you know, yes. he, he cared. He tried. He got people out of prison. He, and, you know, I and, think, and you know what, Sean? Don't think it's lost on them, the way he's being abused by the justice system, the way many blacks have been abused by the justice system. Now, I don't say that that is, that is across the board, but there are enough of them that it does make it, you know, real to them. Whether it's true or not, it makes it real to them what's going on with Trump. I mean, Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg is talking about voting for Trump after he did that horrible song that he hated Trump and, you know, using the F-bomb against Trump, you know. Sean, I got I to gotta get to another call. Thank you, my friend. Okay, thank you. Hang in there, kiddo. All right.
Bye-bye. All right. Thank you. All right. We have David on the line. Hey, David. David. Hey. Yeah. Hey, yeah, hey Miss Ross. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. It's Carol. Please, Carol. <laughs> All right, Carol. Yeah, I'm just sitting out in the in the backyard looking at some cirrus near us, and uh, I... Uh, I kind of got disturbed because now there seems to be a fungus among us. <laughs> Are you yeah. a meteorological kind of guy? Yeah, I'm actually a retired weather forecaster. I was in the Navy for uh, about 20 years and then worked for the Department of Defense doing pretty much the same thing. Uh, weather and oceanography. Yeah. You're a serious, serious guy, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. As long as there's no stratus coming at us, yeah. I'm, I'm okay. Hey, my husband was but, a pilot, uh, so I, I, I got those terms. You know what I'm saying? I got my first 30 <laughs> minutes in a Stearman biplane, by the way. I thought I was going to get ah. I thought I was going to get my pilot's license, but, you know, I lost interest. <laughs> it was just a, kind of a fun thing to do. Anyway, yeah. go ahead, David. What were you going to talk It wasn't going to be clouds or anything like that. What were you going to talk about? Nah. Yeah, I just laughed <laughs> about the fungus thing. Um, but, um, yeah, the, uh, Lloyd Austin, I, I, you know, when he disappeared off the radar screen for a few days, I, I just, I assumed, I said, well, the Biden administration's got to know. But it does appear that no one did really know. And his apology, I think that was today, you know, he made a statement on the record. And, you know, that's fine and all. You apologize. But, man, when he just threw out the, I was just, uh, you know, that's just a black thing, you know. I was I was like, come on, man. It's like he didn't even have to go there. Now, you know, now he just, it's, I think Corey, it was a Corey Bush just threw something out about that. Did the same thing, you know. She got got yeah. slammed for something and now it's like well you know that's just racist you accuse me of something it's just being racist well I, always, i'm just know? it's i'm so tired i thought i really thought you know we we're kind of over all that a few years ago but it just keeps getting worse and worse well you know? just when they can use it they always use it if they if they don't have an argument if they don't have a if they really don't have a way to answer your policy because your policy is so good they're going to scream racism because they can't answer you i mean cory bush it was she was misusing her campaign funds first she hired a boyfriend he was her bodyguard he had no credentials for doing that then she married the bodyguard as my buddy joe said he was a bodyguard with benefits you know so yeah. anyway I'm, i try to make a joke at all this stuff because believe me it is enraging and i'm trying to keep everybody's spirits up because we got a battle on our hands and we want to be happy warriors we won't let them take away our joy we will not let them take away our will that's just how i feel about it david yeah you know? yeah if anybody thinks time if the, anybody thinks times are kind of rough right now politically you just wait until trump is the nominee and the election, the real election season starts up. It's going to be extremely ugly, especially right leading up to those last few days. Because oh, yeah. I want to tell you, they're, they're, they're in dirty. panic. They're in panic mode right now because it doesn't look like any of these trials are going to come to fruition before the election. And frankly, the no. Supreme Court, it is time for them to step in and say, OK, stop all of this. All you're doing is election interference. It is unconstitutional, and we're not going to let any of this go forward. Now, if something happens after the election, fine. But right now is not the time to be doing this kind of stuff. Not now. He's not yeah, going to. It's I not going to. I mean, it's look, that civil trial in New York that is going to be overturned so fast. It is unbelievable. That old crone. She didn't even know what year it was, what date it was. She was wearing a dress that hadn't even been made in the year that she said that she was uh, uh, groped by Trump. And as my friends right, and right. I, who have been at Bergdorf Goodman, 
we know very well that you don't walk around without somebody keeping an eye on you. They have very high-end merchandise in there, very expensive yeah. merchandise. <laughs> yeah, well, we, we shall see. Uh, I, I don't think there'll be any trials before the election now, well, listen, uh, pretty this, much, especially this, the one in uh, in Georgia. No, no, the way, she's got prob- She's got big problems. Um, yeah, I think she's gonna. She's about to be in over her head in legal issues, it looks like. Well, I think that uh, especially the fact that it's all coming out now that they were colluding with the Biden White House. I mean, they were right, colluding. Exactly. Anyway, i got to take a quick break for thanks. the news. David, thanks, thanks for the call. We're gonna we're gonna have some fun this. Well, listen, if you want to see what they're projecting, this uh, this uh, activist, this conservative activist from from Northeast Florida, who did this research that she turned over to Breitbart, I haven't even gotten to the best part yet. So, stay tuned. More to come. There's a port on a western bay, and it serves a hundred ships a day. Lonely sailors pass the time away. Talk about their home. All right, welcome back. I'm going to wrap it up on this article and, 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 and share a couple of things with you that support everything that this woman has said. This is Jessica Bowman. She is with a sort of libertarian-leaning conservative group, uh, the secretary of the Republican Liberty Caucus in Northeast Florida. She's done this deep dive, uh, and all of these groups that are kind of uh, grouped together under this indivisible labor label and uh, how they're all have all been working together to keep Trump from ever being president again, ever being president again. Now, one of the things that she says that's in their playbook uh, talks about how they'll use uh, how Trump is going to abuse his power, et cetera, and deploy the military domestically, which is crazy. But remember, when Brett called here several weeks ago, when we were talking about the J6 uh, riot. And he said the reason they were so upset that Tucker Carlson and Mike Johnson and everybody who released all that additional footage was because it showed not only FBI agents and uh, informants in implanted, embedded in the crowd, but he said it also showed some special forces people, military. That's posse comitatus. That is deploying the military domestically. And that's what he said they were so upset about actually coming out. Whether that's true or not, I'm not sure. But Brett usually has his facts straight. So it's very well possible. I'm going to finish on this, but I want to get this call from Joyce. Joyce, go ahead. Oh, yes. I was listening to you earlier, and I I just, I think that what is most appalling to me is the dishonesty and the, uh, well, the secrecy that we've Mm -hmm. just experienced, you know, with this man going into the hospital and no one knowing about it, Austin, and no one knowing, or at least he says nobody knew. I mean, he's in there. We don't even have a, uh, you know, we're, we're so vulnerable and we're being lied to and people are just, everybody's losing confidence in our government as they should yes. at this point. And that's the worst part. That's, we, don't, we, don't, then, we don't believe anything they tell us anymore because they've lied to us so often. I know. It's like you can't be pa- – I mean, we're patriotic because we love our country, but we're stunned at the deception, and it's like everyone that goes in there, they're subject to some kind of, uh, you know, compromise, or uh, it's just on and on and on in every level of government that we have now. Yeah, it's really sad. And it we're really being sad. betrayed, and then we're seeing in Lafayette, we're seeing 
illegal migrants. We're seeing illegals. We're seeing them on the street corners. Yeah. I see them. They have to be. Remember, they had a tent city outside of uh, Catholic services because they were remodeling their shelter. Right. And then when right. there was gunfire at the tent city, they dismantled it. Look, these NGOs, including Catholic Charities, now I think the Catholic Church does a great job on a, in a lot of ways helping people. But this collusion with our federal government to to facilitate these illegals uh-huh. into all the cities around the country, this is, it is unbelievable. And so that, to me, they need, one of the, one of the aspects of the bill that the, the, the Republicans passed in the House, H.R. 2, says no more money to NGOs that facilitate illegal immigrants, and that includes right. Catholic charities and a lot of others. I I feel sorry for truly the people who are you know in great need. I do, but we cannot have this total breakdown of our border of our systems. Remember, Milton Friedman, the brilliant Milton Friedman, said you can have open borders or you can have a welfare state, but you can't have both, and that's what we have right, right. now. Well, actually, we have a welfare state, and people are looking for a handout. And I just saw the interview this morning of a of a, a mother, and she had four children, and living in uh, was it Chicago where they uh, took the community center mm-hmm. in a low income neighborhood, yep. and they are giving it to illegals. And she's saying, "I have four children; they're going to be on the streets." I mean, you know, she she may not let them because it looked like she was one who cared and wanted to do the right thing but the kids are going to go do something i mean they have to and they've given that to the migrants so I we're think, paying I think, taxes yeah yeah and they're getting it free i think and that is say, part of the reason joyce that the the minority communities including latinos and blacks are turning on this administration because they see this this unfettered yeah unchecked, from them. it's it's hurting them worse they are the being hurt the worst they are. And, you know, I see Robert Kennedy wants to run for president, and he puts on Facebook, this this just galls me to the core, I need the government to pay for my security so I'll be safe while running for president. And I'm thinking, you choose to run for president, you pay for your security, because I'm not safe on the street either. Well, you know, when you get to be president, then you get security, but not when you choose to run. I mean, you know, this is just the elites are just expecting themselves to be protected, and we're not. Well, I kind of disagree with you on this point. Uh, most candidates for public office in a with a recognized party, so far he's not really been recognized by the Democrats. He's kind of running as an independent, but they do get they do get uh, Secret Service protection. They do get some level of protection. And because his father and his uncle were both assassinated, I think the president of his own party would at least give him that, you know, kind of, uh, you know, security. Biden, maybe could. Yeah, but Biden, he's, you know, he. I think he wants, you know, I don't know. I think it's. No, he doesn't know what he wants either. Well, we all know that. He's but, just a nasty old man. But let me man. say this. Yesterday I saw a, a man who looked like he was on drugs skateboarding in the road on Collie Saloon toward the pin, the, the pin hook and Collie Saloon uh, intersection. Mm-hmm. Skateboarding and going around in circles and being there, right there. Uh, it, it, we're, we're none of us uh, safe not to hurt someone. And if I go into a parking lot, I am so cautious where I park. And I 
it's it's just getting to be ridiculous that well, you we know, can't and even if, enjoy and if somebody, our own community. If somebody hits him, they'll be charged with vehicular homicide if he dies, right? He's right in the middle of yeah. the intersection, right? But it's whoever, if somebody oh, hits he, him, it's he, their he fault. He was obviously, you know, hopped up. So yeah. anyway, right. I just want to say that uh, it's time for the border to be closed. I don't care who closes it, it needs to be done. Yeah, exactly. All right, thank you, Joyce. Okay, bye. You're right. You're absolutely right. Uh, okay, I think we have to take a break. Who, what? I'm kidding. Okay, Rand- uh, Randall, we're not going to make you hang on. All right, go ahead, Randall. We'll just delay. Okay, this will be very quick. Um, <laughs> it doesn't have to and be. And I know it kind of came in late, but I'm just worried we're not even going to have an election come November because one of two things is going to happen. We're either going to have COVID part, what, three? <laughs> yeah. Or God forbid, quote, terrorist attack. Well, that's the other um, thing I think that, uh, you know, and, and, and Biden will declare emergency powers. And then mm-hmm. they'll decide how they want to run the election. Yeah, they, look, anything is well, possible. Well, there'll be mail-in ballots. <laughs> yeah, they'll decide and how they want to run it'll be just like it was, you know, the last time. 20,000 ballots with only, you know, not ruffled, with only one um, thing voted on. <laughs> oh, Randall. Oh, man, I'm and, telling you, we're pretty cynical, aren't we? We've seen, it, we've seen it all. We have seen it all. Yeah, and then God forbid a certain blonde, overhyped female entertainment entertainer makes her endorsement and i'll leave it there there you go all right i I thought she was going to canada when's she going to canada no not taylor okay no not taylor i'm talking about the most overhyped person yeah you know in the past year i'll tell you what i give her her due she's a very talented person she really is i do too very talented but enough enough with this taylor swift garbage you know who cares Really, who cares? Well, you've got probably 30, 40 million um, young people that follow every move. Yeah. She makes me. I don't, I don't think that she is. I hope she's not stupid enough to, to insert herself in the middle. There are a lot of people who are trying to get her involved in the middle of it. Yeah. Now, she may be a liberal, but I don't think she's stupid. I think if she knows no, she's No, I, I, I hope and pray, but you never can tell. Yeah. And that's but, so. Okay, but thank you, Miss Carol. Y'all have a great day. Happy Mardi Gras to everyone. Yeah, thanks for calling. We'll be right back on the Ross Report. Don't go away. My love is alive. It's like a seed that only needs the thought of you to grow. So if you feel the need for company, please, my God, let it be me. I'm going to finish out with this because what I'm going to tell you is unbelievable with this research that this woman did in Northeast Florida connecting all of these far left groups and how they are lining up for this 2024 election and, and you know, all of this about, you know, getting after Trump because he's going to be authoritarian and they have 10 separate recommendations, 10 separate recommendations, which are pretty standard. But here's the best. Here's the one that we have to pay attention to. The call to, quote, support Republicans that stand firm for democratic institutions, which, of course, means that the rhino Weasley Republicans who will go along with what they say about Trump, you know, the never Trumper Republicans. Yeah. Support them. And what to my wondering eyes should appear is this article in The Wall Street Journal speaking of 
Republicans who don't support Trump, Trump is a danger to U.S. security. His isolationist views and erratic thinking and style would pose even greater risks in a second term. John Bolton. When I became President Trump's national security advisor in 2018, I assumed the gravity of his responsibilities would discipline him. I was wrong. His erratic approach to governance and his dangerous ideas gravely threaten American security. Republican primary voters should take note. You're a little bit late, John. Nobody trusts you because you are the biggest warmonger on the face of the earth. All you want is a war. All you want is meddling in other countries that does nothing for us. Now, there's a way. We're not isolationists. We are in this world. But we want to use our power judiciously, responsibly, and without browbeating other people into agreeing with us. Use our power. The power of persuasion, the power of the purse. Bolton, Mr. Trump's only consistent focus is on himself. He invariably equated good personal relations with foreign leaders to good relations between countries. Well, let me tell you. Hey, dum-dum. Those authoritarian countries, the leaders are the country. I mean, this guy is supposed to be really good on foreign policy, and he discounts the importance of the personalities of these leaders. You think you get anything done in North Korea without Kim Jong-un? Uh-uh. Yeah, Kim Jong-un. I call him Isn't the young'un. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, it's like the most important person in a dictatorship is the dictator. You kind of got to... You can't get around the dictator. Yeah, you got to deal with the dictator. Bolton sort of, ought to know that. He's been in foreign policy long enough. But anyway... You know, they sort of dictate. Yeah, you know, the, the personalities of these people, you can't get around... You think you could get around Putin? You think you could get around Xi? Or any of these people? No, you can't. They are their country. If you're going to have good relations with the country, you have to have good relations with the leaders. Jeez, I'm telling you, I think, I don't know. I don't know how this guy got to be, the, you know, this art, oracle of uh, foreign policy. Oh, but Mr. Trump's most dangerous legacy. Here it is. Wait for it. Wait for it. It's the spread of the isolationist virus in the Republican Party. Oh, that's the worst virus of all, according to John Bolton and the warmongers, Nikki Haley and all those people, the interventionists. (laughs) I tell you the truth, I don't get this guy at all. I don't get this guy at all. Trump is a danger to U.S. security. It's uh, incredible. But the most immediate crisis involves Ukraine. All right. Barack Obama's limp-wristed response to Moscow's 2014 aggression contributed substantially to the attack in Ukraine. But now he wants to blame Trump, too. He accused Ukraine of colluding with Democrats against him in 2016. Well, wait a minute. Was Hunter Biden on the board of the Burisma? Was Joe Biden conducting secret foreign policy over there? Not so secret, actually, when he went to the Council on Foreign Relations and said, you better fire that guy and SOB. By 6 o'clock that night, they fired the uh, prosecutor who was going after my son's board of a corrupt energy company that that Trump tried to get to the bottom of. Oh, Bolton, you are you are just unbelievable. 
An even greater danger is that Mr. Trump will act on his desire to withdraw from the North Atlantic Treaty Organization. What did Trump do? Did he withdraw? He had four years to withdraw from NATO. Did he do it? No. But he made those people believe that he would in order for them to pay more of their fair share. It was the only way. Art of the deal, baby. Art of the deal. You go farther than you think you will ever get. And you tell them, I'm pulling out. Unless you pay more of your fair share, which was what he wanted all along, and he got it. He got it. Now, of course he's not going to thwart the Beijing-Moscow axis now, because Biden has just thrown those two bad actors together in an even closer embrace than they had before. Trump was keeping them both on the side, off to the side. I like Putin. I like Xi. We get along. They never knew where he was coming down. His tough talk allowed others to emphasize greater Chinese misdeed, including a massive theft of intellectual property, as if that has not been going on since forever. It was a lot worse under Bush and Clinton. I mean, Hillary sold 20% of our uranium to Russia and then made a fool of herself hitting the reset button. Are you serious? Trump, you know, you know, uh, Claudia Tenney of New York has nominated this is this is this has got the the libs hair on fire. She's nominated Trump for a peace Nobel Peace Prize and she's absolutely right. She is absolutely right. What he did in the Middle East with the Abraham Accords is absolutely stunning. It is stunningly smart and it worked. It worked. Get the PLO, get the Palestinians out of the middle of the equation because they ain't ever going to deal. And let's see how Israel and their Arab neighbors can actually get along to the benefit, the mutual benefit of all of them. Get the Palestinians out because there's so much hatred there. And this thing about a two-state solution, as Netanyahu says, two-state solution means it'll be down to one state and Israel will not be the one state. And look at what's going on right now with the, the Democrats going for Hamas and the Palestinians. So, John Bolton, you should be ashamed of yourself. So he negotiated a withdrawal deal. He calls it catastrophic, but he didn't do the withdrawal deal. He's not the one who did. He negotiated, They and he told them, you better not bomb us for eight, and for 18 months, no attacks on Americans by the Taliban before, because he had them off balance, part of the deal. He had them off balance. He told them what he wanted. If they were good boys and girls, well, there are no girls in the Taliban. Well, if they were good boys, then, you know, maybe he would deal with them and help them and, you know, reestablish. But no, he didn't do the withdrawal. He was negotiating with the Taliban, but he didn't do the withdrawal. That was Biden, Mr. Bolton. And for you to say that a second Trump term would bring erratic policy and uncertain leadership, you are so delusional you're just another delusional has-been whose time upon the stage is over so you should just go shuffling off stage left because that's where you belong stage left what a disgrace to even have been one time a foreign policy advisor yuck glad trump got rid of him real quick all right my goodness, where has this week gone? It's a Friday. Coming up, a freaky Friday. Okay, go Cajuns. Yeah, they're doing pretty good there. Yeah. 
Drive safely, okay, everybody? Drive safely. Take care. Come back. Bye-bye.